This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. 2022 World Cup is underway. And let's go live to Qatar on the phone. We've got Danny Cardozo. He uh, was at the Canada game yesterday. How awesome was that, Danny? Just amazing. Half the half the crowd was all Canadians, chanting, singing. It was a, it was a great experience. Yeah, and Canada played so well, Jim. It looked like they belonged, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I wouldn't, but they do. But I hate yeah, that phrase. They, they made the World Cup. Of course, they yeah, belong. But they just couldn't finish. They couldn't finish. That's right. Yeah. They had so many finish. opportunities, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a great crowd. Like the Belgian crowd was weak, but. Uh, Canadian fans were just crazy, all from Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. Met up with a whole bunch of them. Actually, ran into my neighbor. It was so weird. Your neighbor? Oh, that's random. <laughs> Did you know he was going? Other side of the yeah, world. Uh, no idea. Bumped into him. We started talking. I'm like, you live five doors down from me. <laughs> I, I love funny. when that happens. Small that's world. Crazy. When you're yeah. on vacation and sure. you see somebody that from you your know. hometown or you're something like, like that. That can't be the guy that I see shoveling snow in the wintertime. <laughs> uh, so you, you were able to find some beers yesterday at the stadium. This is the big story uh, that we've yeah. been talking about here. No beers in the stadium, but that's not entirely true, right? Yeah, no beers inside the stadium where you sit, but in the hospitality suites, it's open bar. Wine, beer, shots, whatever you want. And what do you have to pay to it's get crazy, in there? Yeah. Uh, it was just part of the package. The the When we bought the Canada tickets, it was like, you know, follow your team type of thing. It was like three games. Right. And it just came. We had no idea. We were waiting outside, and someone said, hey, you can go in there and have some have some drinks, something. Okay, you know what? Bud Zero or Bud Z, as they call it down here. And, uh, yeah, we got in there, and I'm like, okay, I'll have a non-alcoholic beer. He's like, why? You can have a real Budweiser. I'm like, okay, I'll take six. Is this a prank or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. This is open bar, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, there's a few people that had more than six, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> it was actually so, quite funny. So you got to binge and get them in you before the game starts, though, because you can't bring them to your seats. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, but then after the fact, you can go back up to the hospitality suites, and uh, two hours after, you can just hang out there. Oh, cool! Yeah, I saw some videos cool. that you sent yeah. me. Uh, it looked like you were yeah. you're partying with the Canadian fans late into the evening. Oh, it was crazy! Yeah, we got home at three in the morning. Hmm. Wow! And then woke up early, and now we're now we're at the Portugal Ghana game. We're just waiting for the doors to open. The Ghana fans look like they're a ton of fun. Oh, they're you know what? It looks like an army just marching down the parking lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy, eh? And then, and then it just keeps on growing and growing and growing. It must have been like over 150 by the time we got in. And they're all chanting the it's same crazy. thing, like I bet. Chants the Marcus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do have you, no idea what they're saying, but they're chanting. Do you feel like Canada needs to work a little bit on their chants and their, their organization mm. when it comes to that? Because we're, we're relatively new to this World Cup thing. Do we need to work on being... We need a Davies song. Yeah, writing the songs yeah. and the chants and stuff like that. Very... Okay, Jim, you write it. I'll start it. I'm on it, buddy. You got it, for Danny. For Sunday. Oh, challenge yeah. accepted. We got to write a, a chant, mm-hmm. and Danny will get her going I'll, for us. I'll, I'll print it out. I'll print it out and hand it out to the section. The trick is you have to, it has to be a parody of like a common song. like uh, you Sweet are, Caroline. Exactly. Or or like you that. are my sunshine. Like things that you don't even know who wrote the song. Like they're so well known. Yeah. Like, so I'll try to think of something. I'll come up with something for Sunday. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you get it going, we can hear it on television. 
You will be our hero for life, Danny. I will pay you if you can find some cue cards. For if you sure. have to print them out and hand them, and just I will pay you back for the distribution fees. <laughs> oh, with the lyrics on them. Okay, no be honest, Danny, because it's, I know I know you, you've got Portuguese heritage. Uh, you're a Canadian citizen. Yep. Are you more excited to see Portugal play than you were to see Canada play yesterday? I'm just dying to see Ronaldo and the whole team play. Uh, yeah. Canada was amazing because my little daughter, eight years old, was there. She loved it. But Portugal, Ronaldo you know, is like, one of the biggest superstars than- in the world, right? Yeah, it's funny because there's a whole bunch of people here wearing Man U uh, shirts with a Ronaldo on the back, and everyone's just chanting at them, take it off. <laughs> yeah, Packed it four days funny. ago. It <laughs> doesn't work anymore. That's right. Ronaldo yeah. not with yeah. the team anymore. Guys, are you, are yeah. you feeling confident, though, with Portugal going into the tournament, or are you worried about some of the drama that's going on with the team behind the scenes? Uh, we don't hear anything about the drama behind behind the scenes. But, uh, no, I feel confident. I think, I think they're going to win today. Well, nice. The drama is Ronaldo has but, uh, been sleeping with sure everyone's win, wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't the wives sleep with him? He's a gorgeous man. <laughs> uh, okay, well, good luck to Portugal. You enjoy yourself. Yep. Obrigado for the uh, phone call. And you, you probably got to get to the hospitality suite to binge before the game starts at 11 o'clock our time. So we'll let yeah, you go, Danny. Have a couple glasses of wine. Okay, and we Cheers. will be in Thank touch. We will write that chant, and you try and get it going with the Canadian fans on Sunday, okay, over there in Qatar. Will do. That is incredible. Okay, have fun. Enjoy every second. That is, that's a once-in-a-lifetime trip, man. How much fun is that, Jim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad they're getting drunk. <laughs> we were very worried about yeah. them, but they found the beer. Uh, he's, he's there two and a half hours before the game starts. <laughs> well, now that he knows about the hospitality yeah, suite, of too. course he is. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We invite you to call or text anytime. one 833 and jim is our number. You can also send us messages through social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We got a message here from a listener who would like to get the opinion of all of you, the Taz and Jim listeners, there's something going on, and she doesn't think it's right. Good morning, Taz and Jim. Opinion poll suggestion. I am currently standing outside the passport office. A woman is here with a stroller, and she feels her stroller should have kept her first in-line p- place. But her baby is in the car. Is the S- woman still there with her stroller? an avid listener. I, I, I asked a follow-up question to get a little more details. I don't, from what I'm gathering here is likely she was the first to show up and it's cold out, puts the stroller in first place in the line, probably the first person there, goes to sit in her car with her baby to keep warm and probably listen to the radio or something like that. Oh, she might be listening right now. Until, so let's be uh, not harsh. Hi to that baby. Hi, baby. First off, she goes, her baby's in the car. Well, I hope so, because if the stroller is just there and the baby's in there, that would be the worst case scenario. Yeah, if she didn't have a baby, then definitely no. If she just brought a stroller with no baby and expected to hold her place in line, the answer would be no. But she technically was the first person there. Like, if you show up to Best Buy before they release a new PlayStation or something and you put... A fold-out chair there. Is that, does that hold your place Nobody's in respecting that. I, it, it's different. It's situational, though, for sure, because if you're on vacation at an all-inclusive resort and you get up early and you put a towel on a lawn chair, mm-hmm. that 
becomes your lawn chair. Is that not the unwritten rule? That's I hate it's it's almost written. It's enforced by the staff. I hate that rule because you go down to like nine thirty. There's no seats left. Somebody put a towel there at eight, but they don't come down till one yeah, p.m. They go back to bed, right? Yeah, that but is she was BS. there. And if the if the weather is cold. You're there first. Why would you wait in the cold if you don't have to? You put the stroller there, say, I was here first. Why should she have to, to suffer in the cold if she was the first one there? Unless you put it there the night before and then rolled in, you know what I mean? Well, also, the, the baby is the big X factor here. Like, does the baby, is it so cold that the baby needs to be in the car? If so, Not that cold. then you might have some sympathy if you're another person waiting in line. It's no colder than going to the Santa Claus parade. Swaddle that, that bad boy. <laughs> Wrap it up like a taco or burrito. Should the stroller be an adequate placeholder for the woman who was first in line at the passport office? Let us know what you think. This is going to be the official decision. It'll be the precedent that is yeah. set. We'll call the passport office, let them know, <laughs> boot her to the back of the line or keep her there. Jim, reread the message we received. Morning, Taz and Jim. Opinion poll suggestion. Currently standing outside the passport office, a woman with a stroller feels her stroller should have kept her first in-line place, but her baby is in the car. Sincerely, an avid listener. Hmm. So should the stroller have kept her place in line. What do you think? Let's go to the phones. Hey, yeah, I think the stroller is absolutely a good placeholder, especially if the baby needed to be fed or something. Like, we don't really know the whole situation. Yeah. If it was by herself, absolutely not. But, I mean, the baby is definitely the deciding factor. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like you might be a little biased there. You, you, you got- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can hear my baby in the back. I mean, you're not the passport lady Mm. with the stroller, are you? No, definitely not. I'm just bringing my kid to daycare, but I definitely understand her pain, so. Thank you. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Who's this? Yes. Is the stroller a good enough placeholder for this woman at the passport office? No, I'm saying no. Why not? Well, I don't know. I feel like you should have to wait outside like everybody else. Maybe she brought the baby on purpose, thinking she'd garner some sympathy. Hmm. And she's playing the baby card to get out of waiting in line. I hear you. I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough one, right? So I'm still saying no, though. That's me. Thank you. So the plot has thickened here a little bit, Taz. So she responded. I said, so what, give me more details. She says, she's quite certain the man cleaning the windows moved the stroller. So when the mom came back, the stroller was no longer there, and she lost her mind. She said there ended up being quite a few altercations. Her belligerent husband is now intervening. And I said, was the husband waiting in the car the whole time? She says, I'm not sure. He just showed up out of nowhere. We figured she messaged him. So there's a whole mess going on down at the old passport office. If there's three people waiting in the car... One person can stand it. One person definitely could have stood in line while the baby and the mom... Waited in the car. Yeah, the husband not like it's minus twenty. If the husband is now free to become a part of this thing, was he there too hmm. to get a passport? Huh. Interesting. Hey Taz and Jim, what do you think? No, no, no. It's the first come first serve thing. You got to be standing in line. You can't have other people there without kids that are standing in line and racing the cold while you just leave a stroller out there and expect people to respect that. It's also confusing. Like, how's the, how are the people in line supposed to know that's a stroller that somebody left there to hold the place? Like, well, did you leave a note on it? I see 
junk on the side of the road all the time. How do you sure. know it's not just some junk sitting there? Getting some text messages on this topic, too. <laughs> Read the one about heaving the stroller into traffic. Sorry, parents. Your stroller means nothing to me. I will yeet that thing into traffic if there's no person accompanying it. <laughs> Uh, I, I also am really enjoying how we're getting real-time updates here yeah. on the situation. So what's the latest from the passport office, Joe? So I asked, like, how many people are in line? How much of an inconvenience is it that this lady got bumped back? So she was in first place. Her stroller was in first place, I should say. After the bump, she went to ninth place. Mm. So probably an extra hour at least. Yeah, 20 minutes maybe. Have you been to a passport office? How fast things are moving? Yeah, right. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. The great hot dog vendor feud going on in San Diego right now. A hot dog vendor stabbed by another hot dog vendor outside Petco Park in San Diego this week. Problem solved. Somebody <laughs> is trying to sell hot dogs on your turf. You take it into your own hands, I guess, Jim. Apparently. Uh, it was after some DJ, I don't know, I really know the guy's name, DJ Duke Dumont. So after the yeah. people are filing out from, from the Petco Center. You see that after concerts, sporting yeah. events, the, the hot dog vendors always waiting there to to sell their wares. Well, apparently somebody thought that someone had taken their spot and... <laughs> It didn't go over well. It's crazy, yeah. The one guy got... It, it, I don't know who was all involved in the brawl. I they were all hot dog vendors, but apparently there was like 10 to 15 people scrapping. The police had to get the pepper spray out. Mm. That's what. That would be an amazing invention. Like they're fighting, One guy's got a hot dog in his hand, and then they all get pepper sprayed. Yeah. Wait a second. This is delicious. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> Zing. So there's there's a bunch of uh, people fighting. A hot dog vendor stabbed another hot dog vendor in the back. Uh, one hot dog vendor has been taken into custody. The other hot dog vendor rushed to hospital after being treated by paramedics, expected to survive non-life-threatening injuries, which is good. Especially when you watch people, there's video of the whole thing, and you see some people are just walking around, watching the chaos, still eating their hot dogs. Sure, it's a dinner and a show. (laughs) (laughs) Unreal. It's crazy, though. There are all sorts of underground turf wars that we're not really privy to if you're not in the industry. We all know about the, t- the tow truck turf wars are very oh, public yeah. right now. They're lighting each other's trucks on fire. It's crazy. But you hear like the, the mascots who dress up like superheroes at Times Square. There's always fights over turf there. Yeah, yeah. This is my spot. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, Elmo. <laughs> you get out of here, Superman. <laughs> What's wrong? Batman here. <laughs> there's, uh, there's the guys in the intersections. Like you can't take another guy's median if you're oh, yeah. panhandling With without the, the risk of getting signs? stabbed. I'm surprised you don't see more fights over because those are, you know, there's not that many medians out there, especially in the high traffic area. So they must be coveted. The hot dog gangs of San Diego. This could be a Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a hot dog vendor. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. I'm a little concerned about your lack of passion for Team Canada at the World Cup, Jim. Why is that? Because you don't seem to be that into the fact that they are playing in this tournament. 
Is it because you offered me a, a Canada coat and I turned it down? Chaz the other day goes to me, hey, Jim, I have a Canada coat for it. Do you want to borrow it it's, for the it's World a Cup? Canada soccer coat <laughs> that know. doesn't fit me anymore. It's like it's a large. <laughs> You've gotten bigger. I've gotten sure, bigger. This sure. would fit you now if you want. I, but I, I only want to lend it to you because I would like to give it to my son one day. Oh, you need me to keep it warm for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep it stretched out for him? That is the best when dads have old clothes and they keep them. Like oh, my yeah. dad had the oldest hats and some cool old jackets. I've got a ton of cool t-shirts and I, I, I just keep throwing stuff in when I grow out of it. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of cool snowmobile onesies. Yes. I've been putting 70s. it all into a big Tupperware bin for, for my son one day. He's going to find that thing. In high school, probably. Yeah. Going to parties. A whole bunch of cool clothes to wear. But about me not being so passionate, I am passionate about Canada being at the World Cup, but it's like when some people are like too passionate, it turns me off. Like I saw a, n- numerous people say, when Canada, when O Canada played at the World Cup, I had tears in my eyes. I'm like, okay. I, I was excited too, but was I tearing up? No. Sorry. It's a big deal, man. <laughs> it's great. I, but It'll be a bigger deal if they can score a goal and yeah, do better like, than the last awesome. Canadian team that was in there back yeah. in the 80s. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. And again, uh, you know, I never realized... What an outsider us munja cakes were. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, I'll be real excited when it comes to North America four years from now. That is going to be when the fever hits Canada, I think. As long as Canada can make that tournament, which if they keep playing like they are, they should be able to. Seems to be trending this way. Uh, You know who I, I really do enjoy? Who? Those Japanese soccer fans. Honestly, this is my favorite World Cup tradition. When the Japanese fans clean up after themselves, it happens at the World Cup. It also happens at the Olympics. They're the best. Yeah, they stick around the stadium, and they, and they have won. They bring garbage bags, and they they just pick up after themselves and everybody else. We could really learn a thing or two from the Japanese people. Yeah, they. Uh, it's so good. Uh, they they are more than welcome to come to my house if there's any Japanese soccer fans listening <laughs> right now. Party. <laughs> Only invite Japanese people. Come by on Sunday <laughs> and watch the uh, the Canada game. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you feel like doing some vacuuming, maybe <laughs> sure a bit of dusting on the mantle. That's right. You're picking some stuff up. I have a uh, some mild yard work that could get completed <laughs> before the snow flies, and <laughs> everybody wins. It, it is. You, you just don't see that an act of kindness mm-hmm. once again selflessness by the japanese fans picking up after themselves in qatar i want to see you peacock let's do it sports time with devin peacock our sports guy canada looking good yesterday at the world cup but unfortunately the tournament starts with a loss to Belgium. Looked uh, really good. Uh, Canada, you know, dominating play at uh, times. They at had... times. The majority of the game they dominated play. Yeah, I mean, Belgium was, I think, really good. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from the way Canada played. Uh, they had uh, Belgium on their heels at times, but Belgium also were in control, I think, for uh, parts of the game. And mm-hmm. when they scored that goal, I mean, they were on the counter real quick, and they just fired into the back of the net. I have to say, watching the TSN broadcast, Canadians sound like the most pathetic soccer fans. Like, the amount of times I heard the announcers go, it's, we're really showing that we belong out there. <laughs> and James Duthie's like, I got two words, they belong. It's like, of course they belong. They qualify. They're a good team. They've already beat Mexico and USA. Yeah, like, but Jim, like, in my lifetime, I, I've always enjoyed watching the World Cup. And there was a moment yesterday watching that game 
where I had to almost pinch myself. I was like, I can't believe I am watching Canada play on this stage in this tournament. I realized that my entire life I've been an outsider at World Cup time, (laughs) cheering for my Portuguese friends' soccer team or my Italian friends' soccer team. And this is the first time in my adult life where I've been able to cheer for my country in the World Cup. And it was a pretty incredible thing to see them play as well as they did. It was great. It was a real missed opportunity. I mean, you look back at that uh, one penalty shot that uh, Alfonso Davies uh, took, and if you're going to be a little critical of the team, should he have taken it? You know, Jonathan David is a striker for Lille in the French League. He's like taken uh, 12 penalty shots this year. He scored on nine of them. Alfonso Davies is a wing back for uh, his German club team. Maybe if you can go back and do that again. I know Alfonso Davies is great. I love him. He's like, he's their best player. But should he be taking that shot in that moment? And the ramifications of that loss are huge because Croatia tied Morocco earlier in the both day. Got a point. They both got a point. So Canada needs to beat Croatia here if they if they lose they're they're out and so I mean they they're going to need some help to move forward this the the round robin portion of this is three games it's not long and so they need a really good result on Sunday against Croatia what time's that game Sunday 11 a.m. oh little soccer brunch who's in (laughs) (laughs) this is the Taz and Jim podcast new show coming out on Netflix and you can watch it in any order. So all the episodes will be coming out at the same time. And you can watch this show in any order. And you will experience the story differently depending on how you do that. Yeah, I'm interested to see how the, it, it's pulled off. Apparently the storyline happens over a span of 25 years involving criminals. Yeah, it's like a heist movie, yeah. I, I guess, or a show. And it stars uh, the bad guy from Breaking Bad. The uh, what's his name? The guy who runs the chicken shop or whatever the chicken Gus restaurant. Fring? Gus Fried, that guy's in it. Who's great? He's amazing in everything he's in. It's called Kaleidoscope. Spans twenty five years and follows a team of masterful thieves who attempt to break into a seemingly unbreakable vault. So each episode is going to have a different. Instead of being numbered like one, two, three, four, five, six, they're going to have colors. So there'll be the pink episode, the white episode, the yellow episode, the green episode. And you can watch them in any order, and the story will still make sense. But is there going to be a preferred order? Because like it's going to have to be in an order in the list when you click on the show. So there will have to be some sort of basic order. Or would you hit shuffle, and then it shuffles yeah, every maybe. time? Yeah, that could be it. You, you just go random. Because it kind of reminds me of that Bandersnatch thing, which was like a choose-your-own-adventure. Remember that on Netflix? And you could, like, it would stop every five minutes, and you could pick the path which you would go down. And It, it was, was a, a Black Mirror thing, right? Yeah. It was interesting, but was it great? It was It was a novelty. Was the storyline that good? It's kind of forgettable in hindsight. Netflix, at least they're trying new stuff. I, I've been getting into Triviaverse. Have you done Triviaverse no. on Netflix? What's that? Oh, you'll love it. It's a, like a full-on, it's like bar trivia, but it's on Netflix. You click on it, and then you use your remote control, and it gives you a question. You see how many questions you can get hmm. in round one, in round two, and you're constantly trying to beat your score, and you're trying to compete against other people who are using the game. Hmm. 
That reminds me of that other... And it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's like that trivia game that was on everybody's phone four years ago. I can't remember the name of it, but people's at the bar, all of a sudden, everybody would be looking at their phone doing trivia at the exact same time. Yeah. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's fun. Hmm. Well, this will be interesting. You can watch any show in any... You can watch any episode in any order, and, and the show will still make sense, which is great if you're watching it with your wife. Um... Because then, if you watch an episode without her, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just going down my own path, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you can still watch it; it'll make sense. I'll just let's just watch the green one yeah, tonight, sure. honey. <laughs> Did you watch Pink without me? <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. It is uh, Thursday here, American Thanksgiving down in the states, and of course, that means tomorrow is Black Friday. If you're into looking for deals, doing some shopping. Black Friday's tomorrow. Now, we have kind of adapted Black Friday up here in Canada. It didn't used to be that way. It used to be you'd have to do some cross-border shopping if you wanted to get some deals, Mm -hmm. Jim. It's still way wilder in the States. Like, that's where you see the people rush through the doors, but Canada has the sales now. Yeah, you don't see the stampedes in Canada that you do down in the U.S. Um, But I kind of wonder why we don't have our own Black Friday. Like, After our Thanksgiving, right? We have a, we have a Thanksgiving a uh, month ago, yet we wait until American Thanksgiving to have the Black Friday. Why don't we start the deals earlier? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, maybe we can undercut their prices, huh? Supply chain, yeah. There's more stuff back then. Well, I hear like the <laughs> the Black Friday. I don't know, but I hear it's like at the end of the quarter. Like if you run a business, it's at the end of one of the quarters. Yeah. So they're trying to get into the black like make the it's and it's near the end of the year so it's like the, at the it's called black friday cuz their 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 revenue then goes into the black positive and they're finally making money I never knew that I'm just telling the listeners if they didn't know but that's why it's called black friday 100% you're sure that's a fact Yeah cuz when you're in the red that means you're in you're, the red you're, you're, you're at a loss when you're in the black the black friday gets you in the black You're making money Yeah That's very interesting Jim Good So it may just be yeah maybe happen just cuz at the end of the year you need to get get there so tomorrow, Black Friday, um, but also some people will be celebrating Buy Nothing Day. This was started by a Canadian guy, actually, back in 1992 as a day for society to examine the issue of overconsumption. Buy Nothing Day. So don't go to the mall. Don't buy anything. Just sit at home and twiddle your thumbs. I, res- I respect that, but the day after, aren't you just buying twice as much stuff? Like it's like, like oh, a, we're all not going to buy gas today. Don't eat anything day, and then the next day you go to <laughs> a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Saturday is Small Business Saturday, and that's one I can really get behind. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you got all these small businesses in your community that are looking to make some money as they head into the holiday season, and if you can, get out there. Go to a brick-and-mortar store. That is owned by a mom and pop mm-hmm. in your area and support them for Small Business Saturday. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.